This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hi guys, welcome back to the NVM Show. I'm Titus, and today I'm joined by none other than my co-host Thomas, and we also got Caleb. How do you say your last name, dude? Marmaleo. Oh, that's easy. Marmaleo. Yep. All right, so I think you guys will enjoy this one. I'm really excited about it. We've talked a lot and spent some time together right now, but we I think we got a long ways to go to like really get to know each other. But as you can tell if you're watching the NVM Show on the podcast, video platform which is on youtube the mvm show you'll see that we're in another different setting and i'm not really going to call this a hunt review um it kind of is going to be a little bit but we just wanted to find out more about caleb he has a pretty cool background stuff kind of want to dig into that a little bit deeper caleb but super talented uh, some of the stuff you've seen on instagram if you want to follow him falls there mid valley mercenaries um he's done a lot of those really you can tell the difference between obviously stuff i've done and he's done so Hits on there, but um, he's not really. You're not really wanting to push. Yeah, I think page kind of. I think I'm trying to fall in love with hunting organically versus yeah, jumping into it from a media perspective. I think it's been a good entry point, but mm-hmm. as far as yeah, like I'm not building something for per se. Yeah. I think I I have a pretty established role working for a, a company and I love my job. So I'm not trying to push it aggressively, mm. but okay. I mean, I appreciate it, but yeah, I'm more so you're, you don't to, care. No, really. I want to, like, I want to empower you guys to keep doing what you're doing. Well, we appreciate that. You definitely helped us out a lot. We'll get more into that, but before we do uh, just go over a couple me and Thomas, we'll go over a couple of the people that support us. Uh, number one that I like to talk about is you Yukonuba. you Yukonuba, um, 
Rocky eats the dog food, the sporting dog 3020. And it's the reason I like it so much, guys. Everybody's like, dog food's dog food, which I definitely disagree. Um, Rocky's coat's incredible. And he it's been good on some stuff that I originally feed him when he was a puppy, but this is at another level. But the big thing is that it has chondroitin and glucosamine in it, which is really good for their joints. And that is a big thing in labs. They start getting arthritis and stuff like that. And I know some. I know for a fact, Jeff Adams, if he listens to this, he'll verify this. He had, I believe it was a lab. Don't quote me on that. But the dog really couldn't go up the stairs, couldn't jump up. I don't remember how old he was. He had a really hard time walking, really waddled. And I, I don't remember how long it was. He ended up getting on the 3020 blend or the Ucanuba and... I remember, I don't remember if it was three or four weeks. They He said the dog was jumping up and down on him like he was a puppy again, going up the stairs and like running around with no limping and stuff. So he was like, I'm a believer, you know. So what else do we got going on, Thomas? Oh, my favorite that I love to talk about is Heavy Shot. Uh, we've been using, I've been using primarily uh, their Heavy Bismuth this year. Uh, but I've also shot Heavy Hammer and Heavy uh, Metal this year too, but... Whenever we're targeting mallards, probably I usually have a tendency to reach over to that heavy bismuth box. And by the way, <laughs> they gave us some free heavy bismuth, and we appreciate that. Like, that stuff's not cheap. But you you bought the stuff you've been shooting is what you bought. You know, you right. yourself. So. so, yeah, we have we have all all different ammos. <laughs> mm-hmm. we, uh, they were gracious and gave us some uh, heavy bismuth last year number fours, uh, three inch number fours for 12 gauge. And they're awesome. Um, I actually went ahead and purchased some of my own too. Um, 12 gauge, three inch number sixes. And I just, I just love them. Like I haven't actually shot anything from heavy, heavy shot that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean the heavy bismuth right now to me is just like, I'm loving it. I mean, right. I'm absolutely loving it. I remember the first time we shot heavy, heavy shot, products was probably what four or five years ago now um first time ever bought heavy metal and that was just a complete game changer opened our eyes we've talked about it a lot um but even now titus messing around with 20 gauge and uh you know some shooting bismuth and trying out different loads and stuff like that i mean our eyes are kind of opening even more Mm -hmm. um to shot size and, and chokes and stuff like that. But yeah, so far I've been shooting um, number sixes this year, bismuth for mallards, big birds, whatever. And it's just, I mean, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing, honestly. And one more I just want to throw out real quick um, just to help them out. Uh, Body Furnace. Um, it's a company that has built this heating, I want to call it like a heating pad, but it curves kind of the curvature of your body and you can stick it on your abdomen or your chest or even your lower back kind of for like a rehab. But they really helped us out and and with the trip that we did to Kansas and all that, the flyway stuff. So I just kind of wanted to give them a little extra boost, you know, of business that the really nice guys and uh, you can get 30% off that. And I was talking to Caleb about his buddy kind of created something or someone, you know, created something with the heating stuff or something like that, wasn't it? Yep. And yeah. uh, you were like talking about how much of a kind of a rave right now that that's the whole market. That whole market is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Even today, it's like you're always looking to be warmer. Yeah. So to be smart, you know, yeah. like why suffer when you could yep. do better, I guess. So anyways, it's getting really popular. I, I really haven't noticed it, but now I'm starting to see it more that I talk to people about it. 
But you can put in the code BF, B as in Bravo, F as in Foxtrot, and then dash 30%, and you get 30% off. And that's actually a lot. Um, it's quite, it's like 90 bucks off. So that kind of tells you. Is it the dash cost. three zero or dash three zero percent? percent. percent. So, so yeah. put the sign in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. make sure you put the sign I in. I could see somebody wanting to ask that question. Right. right. Yeah, thank you for clearing that up. And and just make sure, you know, if, it, if you apply the code and don't do it, you make sure you contact us and the MBM show. Uh, podcast at gmail.com and I will definitely help you out. I want you guys to get that if you are interested in it. So and you could you download the app and you can control it. It's pretty cool. Really, it is. Um, I think that's it. But let's just jump into this podcast and get going. Um, so I kind of want to start off, Caleb, like your background, like starting from like your mid-teens when you kind of originally said you started the surfing and all that. Actually, yeah. go back a little even further. Kind of how you, where you grew up, if you want. You don't have to give exact yeah. places. It's up to you, but. No, it's cool. Um, so I grew up in like the Santa Barbara County area. So a lot of, uh, coastal influence and stuff like that. Um, but it's kind of an interesting region, you know, you're, you're between the two bigger cities. So you have a lot of agriculture still and some of my uncles and stuff are hunters and all that. But I kind of was more a surfer, like adventurous type, but I, I always wanted to hunt. It's just that that barrier of entry for me, at least my dad didn't hunt. Um, it was just my uncles. And so I was almost like too intimidated to even ask just because of how serious it was for them. And I get that, you know, being a little bit older, but at the same time I wanted to do it so bad. And so duck hunting, my, my uncle would have duck mounts in his living room and I'd look at them and think like, Oh, maybe one day, but no one, really took me under their wing to do that so it just remained a dream for a long time but anyways about me personally I because of those things that I was interested in you would I we would often find ourselves like trying to film it or trying to document those moments so you were the little kid with the camera just always video and stuff or what or more pictures I literally I took a Quaker oatmeal tub and stuffed my mom's camcorder inside of it with a bunch of foam around it and strapped it to my handlebars of my bike to go oh. to go off the jump. Dude, and so yeah. you like did the first uh, GoPro. Yeah, that was before GoPro. <laughs> um, so, I mean, all my friends were either skateboard, BMX, surfing, and uh, we just wanted to, you know, film that stuff because it was fun. Mm-hmm. And so that's really the first time I got a camera. Um my grandpa won one in a raffle or something. And me and my brother, we went to the, the swimming pool at his <laughs> condo. And my brother was jumping off the diving board. And I had this little point and shoot Sony. And I was taking photos of him jumping off the diving board. I was like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So yeah. I knew from a long time ago that I was going to do camera stuff. But I just didn't know how that would all play out in the roadmap and all that stuff. But I'm... Um, Super grateful, super blessed for where I'm at to be able to do it for a living and then also to do stuff that I'm passionate about on the side like this. Right. So. So what did you tell me about? You had told me about this before, like where you started out as far as um, uh, Surf, with surfing stuff. Well, that. Yeah. And then rolling to like you, how you got your job. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah. Man. So I just started. I started shooting pretty much everything, but I also realized that you have to make money doing it. So I I was more drawn to it from that passion side, but probably right around 17, 18 years old, um, 
I started like getting offers to do stuff and it would be smaller local stuff, um, local surf magazines, um, wedding stuff. That was a big market for us as young kids. We saw an opportunity to make a little bit of money and then man, one thing led to another, but, um, job after job offer after job offer, I would just like pursue these things that not necessarily were profitable, but something that I was passionate about. So right now, I'm a producer. That's my role for a music label. So my entire job is just to plan and produce shoots. So I don't know. I don't know, remember exactly what we talked about. We were talking about Apple and some of the stuff places oh, you've traveled. Oh, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have a local friend, and he made it really successfully with photography. And he was super generous enough to take us on trips and teach us stuff. And so this is like right before Sony was coming out with their stuff. And, um, we would just, we would just do surf stuff like surf stuff and action sports. And there was commercial jobs and other types of jobs that kind of just set us up to pursue, you know, photography as a living. So it was a platform and a footstep opportunity that led to career paths for each of us. So, all right, well, I wanted to get into, so what's kind of funny is. I would say about a year ago right now, you have messaged me on Instagram? Email. It was email. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because you sent me some of this. So I'm curious. I'm going to ask Thomas some if he remembers. So you sent me this and you sent a couple clips of work you had done mm-hmm. from YouTube with the, uh, what's the dirt bike riders? Chad Reed. Chad Reed. Yeah. And I was like, holy moly, this guy's work is really good. Like, next level like way up the notch and i do you remember me showing you those clips yeah i remember and we were both got kind of pumped about like dude that'd be awesome like he's one that so originally he was like i don't know did you say something about shooting your first duck or did you just kind of want to film about rocky like what was that yeah email so i mean i had been watching the channel not like super close but Mm -hmm. i was like man how do i start and so i would youtube like duck hunting for beginners or how to get into duck hunting. Mm-hmm. And your video popped up that was like, I forget. like Get into duck hunting cheap or something. I yeah. Think so. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, I clicked on it, right? Dude, immediately I saw you talking and I was like, man, this guy's like, he's not coming at it from like a know-it-all perspective. He just wants to help people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy's a teacher. He's really like has the heart of a teacher. So I watched the first one. I was, I remember telling my wife, I was like, this guy's legit. Like he's actually passionate about what he's doing. He's not trying to get a bunch of subscribers. Like if he does good for him, but you can tell he's Mm -hmm. genuinely passionate about duck hunting. So I was like, I remember thinking he's literally helping me. I was like, I want to help him back. So I was like, I bet he could use some help with video. Mm -hmm. Not saying the videos were bad. Nothing like that. I was like, I literally felt like, that's not how he thought. He's like, this dude needs help. <laughs> That's so I'm just playing. I remember thinking, man, you're giving me so much that I felt like I wanted to give back a little bit. And so I think I emailed you. I went to the about section on the YouTube page and saw the email. I was like, man, maybe he's maybe he won't read it or whatever. But I was like, I just said, like, hey, thanks, thanks for all the insight. Um, if you ever need help filming, I'd love to volunteer, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Because I knew also that. I would learn things while I'm filming and that'd probably be stretching like, your expertise area, like style. 
No, I'm talking about hunting. Oh, just oh yeah. I'm yeah. like, even yeah. if it takes me, like, even if I filmed you five times and never had the opportunity to hunt, which is totally not how you are, but I was like, I would walk away with knowledge that I can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have any friends that duck hunt. Okay. So, or that would take me. So, I saw it as like an awesome opportunity to help each other. Yeah, and I was like, well, in my mind originally, I was like, I'd be epic having the guy with that quality of stuff i even didn't know even you were as i could tell by looking at you ain't using no normal cameras but not only that but your skill level it was just it was there and i was like and i'm raking in my head and i was like dude i really legitimately so i wonder if i always wondered if you thought i blew you off on that first season because we were texting yeah right we 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 were trying to make it happen we were trying to make it happen but i don't know exactly really why it didn't happen i don't really really remember a reason but it was kind of late i want to say it was mid-december when you originally hit me up so it was kind of like it's getting close to being over whatever but anyways um but we stayed in touch i don't know if i actually even talked i might have not talked to you much for four or five months maybe i don't know if we did or not we if we texted or not we just i I remember trying to make it happen and then dates were not really it wasn't an easy thing yeah you know yeah so um that was 2019 or yeah 20, last year yeah and then so then i'm trying to it doesn't matter the details don't matter but i just remember saying hey let's i don't know if you contacted me again or i said hey let's okay let's hook up this year and this is the 2020 season and we have been getting on some really good hunts and i'm like dude let's do it and you're like that's only that's not that far from me you know whatever from where you're at at that moment and i'm like let's do it dude so but I just wondered, like, you were so... Okay, so on the first hunt, Caleb went with us on his very first duck hunt, right? That was your very first duck hunt. Very first one. Okay. It was me, Travis, and Talon, and then Jake, Nathaniel, and Morgan, his boys, they went there too, but they hunted a whole different pond or different area because there's just too many... We don't want to have that many in one spot. And he brought out... You brought out two $100,000 cameras that was on lease through your company. It's not like... You know, Caleb bones them, <laughs> but w- I was cool with it. Like, okay, we I knew where we'd be hunting, we'd be up on some dry ground. But I know at the same time, it's like, okay, these are hundred thousand dollar cameras. Like, <laughs> these get yeah. dropped. Yeah. I could tell you're That's super crazy. paranoid. You could, kind of, yeah, because you kept saying. You know what's funny is I'm known for being like chill. Not, I wouldn't say careless, but I'm saying I look at those as a tool. The yeah, same right. way probably a contractor looks at his skill saw, like. Mm-hmm. It has a purpose, and I mean, granted, the, the duck environment is not what that thing's made for, but that's why I love it. I'm like, those shots that you can get there, no one's going to go in there. No. And so mm-hmm. when we put that thing in the sled, I was like, here we go. <laughs> Dude, I know. You're psycho. Just from seeing the stuff, which whatever, like you said, you see it a different way, but I'm like... Dude, like I'm like cringing, like I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that just don't seem like it should be like that. But <laughs> yeah. I think you just got the most incredible footage. I was gonna look and see just to kind of let you guys, uh, you know, you guys can go and look. That was episode uh, five. So that was episode number five, which I don't know so why that's saying that was was duck hunting what you thought it would be. Did you feel like? Did it feel like what you thought it would be, or was it different, or what was it like? Yeah, I think Tom uh, Titus can back me up, but like I kind of got spoiled with my first hunt. Mm-hmm. It was like nonstop action, mm-hmm. and I would say for the most part, yeah, like you know, 
I I just I knew it was gonna be brutal just from like everything I've seen. Like I I knew it'd be cold and early and all that stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, we as soon as those ducks started flying and everybody was shooting, I was like, you forgot about all. It was that. awesome. Huh? Yeah, it was it was everything I imagined. And it was funny because I was telling you I think it was only forty five that morning. And I was telling him, dude, this is warm, dude. <laughs> I was like, because he was, you were, you didn't, okay, number one, guys, if you never watched the channel, which you might not, some of these people might not, but it's episode number five on the 20 duck season. You can go on the YouTube channel, check it out. It, he, he did some incredible cinematic shots. But on the video, I, he's like, going to check these bad boys out. I go over there, and Caleb's telling me that, and he pops <laughs> open the hatchback on his rustic forerunner ridge. rustic ridge, man, four hundred gram. And I go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, he goes, uh oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like you were you were smart enough to know, like that was not a good, like oh, <laughs> well, You're like what's wrong now? I was like, well, four hundred grams fine now, but it gets colder. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the listeners will love this. So me and you. You ended up calling me, and you were like, hey, um, you just wanted to talk about an opportunity. And it ended up that you were like, hey, like we're going to be close to you tomorrow. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, oh, let's do it. I'll go tomorrow. And so Super last minute. I got off work at like 3 and went to Sportsman's and like tried on a pair of waders. I told the guy, I was like, I'll take them. Because I got, I had to, I had like a, and I think minutes. I told you, dude, I said, I think I said get 1,200. Yeah, that's what I tried on. Right. And, and I was like. They're great. They're 130 bucks or something. I was like, they're great. I'll take them. Well, he comes back out with the box, and that's the box that I ended up showing you. He gave me the wrong ones, but I was already out there. Oh, so no. He tried on 1,200 grams, yeah. and I gave him a 400-gram waiters. No. Yeah. I was like, I'll take them. Oh, em. what a nightmare. You know what, though, dude? That's good for you. But you know why? I'll tell you this. Because every one of us have a story about our first hunt and our first pair of waders. Have we not? I don't know. Did you buy some or did you try Travis's? <laughs> My first like six hunts, I didn't even see a duck. Okay, but not only that, but your waders, did you buy some or were those Travis's used ones? Uh, I think those were may have been Josh's. And I they don't, probably had I don't know whose they were, they but weren't yeah, your, yeah. They, they didn't so, fit. So it's mind, a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage, mm-hmm. dude. Okay. Like we like legitimately, I remember well, wearing, I fell over. We've all fell over in the water, gotten oh, yeah. soaked. Mm-hmm. The first, I mean, first yeah, your year, way, that's you I still was got running through that. a pond, tripped over like one of those. You said, "Watch out, there's a stump or whatever." Yeah, in there. <laughs> I've run in to get a bird, tripped over something like that. Boosh, right in the water. I I'm got one of them soaked. on video. It was blowing like 25, 35 miles an hour. It wasn't really cold, luckily, mm-hmm. but he just face planted. <laughs> 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 It feels like, I mean, I took a little dip yesterday, tiny one. You did, yeah. You did a little and slittle. It, it, little it, yeah, the... it feels like it scoops <laughs> in the water. Like oh, yeah. I, It went down my whole leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But those are the stories that make it fun, right? You know, it's not enjoyable. Later. Huh? Later. Later, exactly. (laughs) So the 400 gram waiters, and then it was super last minute. It was the, I was driving up there. That's what it was. I had Nathaniel in the truck with me. We were on our way up there. We were somewhere up by Truckee or something. I don't remember where. And I somehow we talked on the phone. We were like, bro, I think I can make that happen. 
Yeah. And you're like, dude, come up I'm and meet so us here. I'm so glad that I did. Me too, dude. That like, was a blast. It, again, I say this a lot, and it's like a little bit mushy, but it's like, it's so cool, the the origination of friendships, because like, I told Thomas, and he, he I'm sure he'll verify what I'm saying, like, you're a super cool dude, and I love hanging around you. Like, I feel like we've known each other. We can talk, yeah. like, we've known each other years. And, like, Harrison and other people that we've come in contact with, it's not just, like, a one-time, okay, hi, with you, cool, nice seeing you. We'll right. see you later. It's like you you grow that relationship. For sure. You know, 10 years from now, you're like, oh, dude, remember that? You 400-gram rustic ridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's awesome. Can't wait to tell that story with my sick on. Just- <laughs> Next year, yeah, <laughs> I'm a few years out from that. I got to earn my stripes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. You can, hey, if you can afford it, you do it. But, um, so we go out there. Like I said, it was a pretty mild hunt. It was like 45 degrees. I just kicked on myself, huh? Yeah, I was like, what is that sound? That's weird. We're in a little Airbnb over here, chilling <laughs> out. But yeah, so I was like, man, this is nice. I I don't even know if I even. I think I wore a like the jacket that don't even have no nothing in it. it was it was plenty warm but he come out there and i think you were saying your feet were cold which 400 grams because it wasn't like it was hot up there no. but we get out there and i don't really know how it's gonna be. i think it's gonna be good because me and nathaniel had hunted it two days before we're like okay i think we'll be good and i'm like man i hope it's good though but my goal was me and travis had talked about is like we gotta get caleb bird like we gotta give him his first duck like you were like no nah, man well, I'll just video. Don't worry about me. And I was like, no, oh, there's no way if it's any bit good that we're mm-hmm. not going to get you your first step because you have plenty of opportunities and you may, it may be like this, like we're dealing with right now, right? where it's completely dead, dude. You don't even mm-hmm. have a chance. And we almost had to force feed you that gun. I know. I was Whose well, gun did you use? His. So you shot an A5? Bro, it was so nice. <laughs> I think you, though, you shot Travis's once too, though, didn't you? It seemed like in the video when I was looking. Maybe. Maybe you shot his. And I I know I handed you mine, mm-hmm. but maybe so, you gave back. So what'd you shoot? I'll tell you what. His his gun was more memorable. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Boom. <laughs> um, my first duck was a uh, green wing teal. Oh, Drake. Drake. Sorry. Well, no, but I mean, oh. it was a green wing teal, but yeah. it was a Drake, so it was a male, so it was basically the prettier version. Oh well. Yeah. Instead See, of I'm hand, still learning right? everything. Yeah, dude. That was so. That was how, so. How'd you feel like? What was your emotion at that moment? Like, I mean, I want to like make it super. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, man. I mean, I think my personality is like, I, I, I reflect on things. So like in the moment, it's like, that's like a huge achievement, right? You've been, Mm -hmm. I've been looking forward to that moment. Actually, I mean, for a good chunk of the last probably 10 years, I thought I'll probably maybe not get, get a chance. So for that to happen and one i was already stoked on the footage like everything we were filming i was excited about that that sunrise was sunrise was unreal yeah i was really excited have about you, that have you filmed any hunting at all before before this uh i i did a black bear hunt for 14 hours and uh it was like a a stand like we weren't stalking we were kind of waiting mm-hmm. um and that's it. Yeah. So this is quite this a bit was different a lot than more the, action. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Environment's different. The action's different. Yeah. Yeah. A lot more exciting. And just the, to me. even the ability to be able to just talk in the, not loud, but mm-hmm. you can at least move. Like Enjoy, enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know. I think I had, and that's probably why I was drawn to it at, <laughs> at the beginning anyways. It's just like 
the lifestyle around the duck hunt looked cool. Like the whole experience start to finish. Mm-hmm. Even just walking out there today in the ice, like mm-hmm. my son would dream of to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. But So I don't know if you ever really answered the question, was, was duck hunting that first time, was it what you thought it was going to be? Or was it, what was it? I don't think there was anything about it that stood out as like, well, I didn't expect it to mm-hmm. be like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think for the most part it was. It's it's what I expected it to be. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No no crazy um unexpected moments. I didn't I didn't think I would actually hit a duck. Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> I didn't know if you would either, not because of you, but any person knew. Right. The fact that, oh, there's a lead. You got a lead. I remember, and I saw, not that that even made a difference because you can tell people a thousand times until they mm-hmm. experience it. Yeah. But I'm, did you remember me harp on you? Dude, just p- lead farther than you think. Lead farther yeah. than you think. Lead, I don't even, that probably didn't even go over your head. But I was like, if he puts it in front of it, I know he can, you know, right. anybody can hit it. They just got to get in front of it. Mm-hmm. I, wonder, I think it was like your third shot, dude. You shot yeah. a couple before that. We're like, oh, that was that was tough. Dude. Like, you know, the, the first couple were right above us. Yeah, it was tough, and that was hard. But once there was a little bit of angle, and they were kind of flying out front. Yeah, that that felt a lot more natural. Yeah, and you stoned. That was so, like, no way. so fun. Yeah, not gonna lie, I was hoping for some of that action today. Oh, I was hoping for you, man. I was, we all wanted it today. It was it was disappointing today. Yeah. Do you think that? Um, do you ever find yourself this is kind of like a reverse question so do you ever think that filming and hunting have similar characteristics like tracking with the bird oh yeah actually funny you say that because when i when we started using the camcorder this year i don't know if you've noticed this i feel like i'm always trying to catch up to the bird like he's he's always in the front like say if it's going from right to left like going like this he's on the I've, left side he's on the left side like I'm, i can't stay in front of him right. did you notice that mm-hmm. what is that for like is that the same concept you're just well that's why I'm, i the, i don't know i think that's why i'm trying to reverse engineer how i hit the bird and the only thing i can relate it to is when you're looking through a lens and you're trying to lead something whether it's a person surfing or running I'll, I'll tell you what i feel like i need to make a video on this this summer like once after season put this kind of stuff out to help people there's not much to it but in my opinion if you know anything about football it's it's right. a wide receiver going super fast doing a five and out and you trying to you don't you don't try to throw right where he's at when you when you throw the ball you're throwing it out in front of him to, he's going to run into it it's the same exact thing and I think that would click in people's heads a lot more. You're passing the duck the shot. Right. You're passing it to him. So get in front of him yeah. and you know, time it where it's gonna he's gonna they're gonna intersect versus like I don't know. Sometimes a lot of people are like, oh, two bird links in front and I'm like, I don't know. Well it's funny, it's probably some of your videos help me because you're talking about pattern and how like even just understanding how a shotgun shell spreads. Yeah. Kind of makes sense that you'd have mm-hmm. to lead the bird. Yeah. So. I don't know. I was an incredible time, and I'm stoked that I got the bird. Yeah. You shot a pintail too, didn't you, Caleb? I did, yeah. On your first hunt, that's pretty actually yeah. impressive or lucky, whatever you want to call it. He that's doubled. Fun. And he you doubled. doubled on your first hunt. That's unheard your of. Your second set of bird, your second bird was a double with a shoveler and, you don't, and a pintail. And you don't have previous hunting experience. Uh-uh. 
Wow. Or shotgunning. Like, that's I mean, that's impre- a different. That's very impressive. It's I've crazy. owned my shot. I've yeah. owned my shotgun for like a year and I've probably shot it like two or three times. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that don't shoot pintails for a long time. Not only that, but double, dude. Or double. Because honestly, I think someone knew their mindset would be, I got one and then stop. Mm-hmm. Like put the gun down. Well, I was the only one. Or no. I don't know how. I was, gonna, I was about was to say. It was from behind us. We were looking out front. I was about to say I was the only one shooting, and that's why I pulled the trigger twice. But I remember us figuring out. But that's instinct, though. You don't force yourself to do that. Gotcha. You just know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you knocked that one down. You went to the next one. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you fast enough to do that. Like, oh, go shoot the other one, too, because that would be long gone. I just, you were just like, boom, boom, and I sploosh, sploosh. And I'm like, and I asked Talon, did you? He's like, <laughs> oh, that was on right. me. It was Caleb. I go, what? <laughs> That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, that's I've never seen that. That's no, <laughs> impressive. There's a lot of people that have hunted for a long time that yeah. will never double. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Um, I remember being really nervous that I shot two of the pintails. I know now that's the name. Oh yeah, one was the yeah. shoveler and one was the pintail. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, why is he so nervous? You're like, was that okay? And we're like, <laughs> shooting in a double. Yes, that's okay, dude. And then you, and then we realized you were worried about the pintail limit, which was good for you to even have that knowledge too. That we told you you can only shoot one of those, so I mean, good thing it wasn't. Yeah, because I wasn't really looking when you were when you were shooting that, because I seen the spoonie fall and I knew it was a spoonie. I was like, awesome shot, and then I <laughs> splash again. And I was like, did you shoot Tally's? Like, that was Caleb. That's was hilarious. Like, or it was so awesome. Again. It was. That's so cool. Yeah, that was a cool bird. The, the pintail. Pintail. Oh, I, cool by bird. the way, folks, he went home and he did. The pretty cool thing as what us as hunters should do, and he cooked them up. Yeah, how'd, how'd that go? That was awesome. I mean, <clears throat> it was good table fare, but I got home, and so my son he knows what I'm doing, and he's like asking questions. He's five, and so I text my wife when I was about 20 minutes out. I was like, Hey, I got three ducks, and I want to see if the kids want to clean them with me and be part of the process which i had low expectations so i didn't know if they'd be grossed out if they'd be sad mm-hmm. all yeah. the above right yeah i opened my my trunk on my car and by the way i'll never forget i was like hey is it okay if i get my ducks before you guys you know we, we split ways and i thought you were gonna have like a cool bag to put them in and you just handed them to me i was like what this is how it works they're all bloody what kind of bag did you think they were gonna Bro, get? i thought he was gonna have like nice cardboard box with a bow on it no i just thought <laughs> i thought it was like not i thought they were gonna be messier and like smell i didn't i didn't know what to expect i need yeah. never yeah. been yeah, around yeah. ducks so that's funny dude. when i was like or hey, why wrap them up in butcher paper for you and wrap them up <laughs> <laughs> totally, it's a little That's doggy bag. Yeah, you yeah. Well, you, Have you, a nice day. You Thanks literally in kill. the parking lot of the burger place. I was like, "Hey, is it cool if I grab my birds?" And you come back with them in your hand and hand them to me. I'm like looking around <laughs> for like, like a baby wipe. Never <laughs> held a damn dead animal in my life. Oh, that's so funny. It's funny the things you don't no, think that is of. That's funny. I've right? never thought of that. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> Some like, cool bag. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah but I, I, I got home. My kids were fascinated, kind of like me. And then me and my son and my, and my daughter, too, she... They just started. Uh, we watched the YouTube video, like just tried to find an easy one on YouTube, and 
I don't know if you have one. I didn't see one. No, I don't. Because you, I think you texted me like, what do I do? And I said, just cut down the breastbone and peel the skin back. Right. But I think I told you, I was, you know, just look one up on YouTube. There's a thousand of them out there. Yeah. So we just did it and they started pulling the feathers off and it was like a whole ordeal. But <laughs> we cooked that night. I, I grew up in Santa Maria, so we do Santa Maria barbecue and typically anything you put on that tastes decent. I've done a lot of like... Uh, Someone gave me some back straps from an antelope, and I cooked them on there. It was great. So I figured I would try the duck like that, and it was awesome. It, I think it tasted great. I, d- I don't have a lot to compare it to, but I'm not. Um, but you're. this is coming from a guy that surfed and ate, ate sushi, and it's not yeah. like you haven't experienced fresh game right? In, in a way game, but you know what I'm saying? But this yeah. is totally different, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you like you. Like we were talking today at lunch, you like the vi- like you just like the whole mindset of okay, this was fresh, right. I harvested this, this right. is mine, it's good, you know. Totally, I love that. Mm-hmm. And my neighbor actually walked over because he saw the birds. Mm. He was like, "Hey, where'd you go?" And he he has been duck hunting the area back home for a while. Oh, really? Mm. And uh, he was telling me like it's really hard to cook duck well, like, and he could <laughs> see it on the barbecue. <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, "All right, well." Just hang out for like five minutes, and I gave some to him, and he liked it. Mm, wow. Yeah, so that's the uh, hopefully the more um, experienced perspective. And just to throw this out there for any anybody listening that's newer, I mean, I shouldn't even say new because honestly, it took me a long time. Honestly, last year before I even knew this is pretty sad. I mean, there's ways I cooked it that I really liked it, but you got to remember, you cook duck like steak, mm-hmm. not chicken. And I think I remember saying that, reiterating that to you, like, dude, do not overcook that. It's going to be terrible. If you get it super dark and well done, it's going to taste like, sometimes it can taste like liver. Not the texture of liver, but just, I don't know, it just don't have a good taste. But you cook it medium, medium rare, medium, perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More so medium rare. Yeah. Because. I have a photo. I'll pull it up after we're done talking and I can show you. Because mm-hmm. I cut it in half to. Oh, yours. Yeah. Was it medium rare? Yeah. Okay. That's why. Awesome. I'm telling you, you will cook is crazy. Because, I mean, you can do uh, stir fry. You can do, uh, uh, I've done, um, uh, what's that called? Some Mexican. Poppers. Mexican, Mexican dish. Those two and fajitas. So yeah. I've done both those. All good. Mm-hmm. But there's it's caked with a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. And even then when you're eating it, sometimes if because you, you don't cook it right, you're like, mm, there's a little bit of taste, but I'm drowning it with yeah. the salsa and this and that. And poppers has got all the cream cheese and jalapeno. But what I'm saying is, if you now that I know going into that how to cook things even better, that's just not going to have any game right. taste, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I will say this: it's obviously matters on the bird too, and you you would just have to ask me or someone that knows, like, hey, I shot this, and I'd be like, no. Yeah, pintail, pintail, and teal are some of the better yep. eating birds. Like you oh, know. every time. Yes. Yeah. Whereas and a mallard could have a little bit of a taste sometimes. Yep. Depending on what they're eating. The pintail was great. And I remember you telling me that the the spoonie Mm -hmm. would be the least Mm -hmm. good. Did you you cook it? Well, I I used that one first to clean that bird first so that I didn't mess up the good birds. Okay. Um, But you guys did eat it barbecued? Yeah. Really? I could taste the difference on that one. You could? Yes. Uh, But you guys ate it? Mm -hmm. I just like sampled it. I didn't finish that one. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, those... They... They'll land in some weird places, but I mean, I've heard lo- I've heard several people say, "Hey, you know, we shot this in rice fields, 
And they said it was incredible. I've heard well, too. It's going to be good. We've talked about here, um, you know, handling, processing meat or whatever. I've heard too people saying, just brine them for longer, mm-hmm. you know, or, yeah. or or actually brine them. You probably didn't brine those birds or whatever. But yeah, it, a couple extra steps and you can probably help it out. A oh, big time. More. Matt from Higher Prairie Sportsman, he he uh, soaked his in water. I don't know if I told you that method. I think I did, but you were like, you just ate them that night. But you you breast them out, throw them in water, and you change that water about four times a day because what it is, it sucks the, the blood out so the water will turn red. Dump it out, fresh water. Dump it out, fresh water. Just like you would like, um, uh, I want to say crabs. Um, oh, my goodness. Crawdads. Okay. That's what they'll do because they're red or brown. And you just keep changing the water out, and they'll turn blue or red, you know red, because it cleans it. They filters them out. Wow! So it's the same thing with me. It will just suck all the blood out. And Matt, we the day we had him, it was it had been a week. I'm like, man, I didn't know you could do it that long. Like I've wow. done three or four days. He's like, no, these have been been changed to water for seven days. And and psh, Travis, Travis, that was when we were in Nebraska this year, and he's like, whoa! He goes, these are literal pieces of ribeye. Like it was incredible, wow. and he cooked them on the barbecue, seasoned them. I don't remember what he used. I think he put some Worcestershire and some salt and pepper and stuff. They were killer, dude. I had like probably six of them myself. Just water only. He didn't put anything Just in the water. brine. No salt, because I've done salt I've too. Heard salt too, and yeah. it can kind of it can you can ruin them because I make it too salty. It's salty I've done that. dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just water. Because mm. then you season it with whatever you want. You know. Uh, yeah, you weren't saying that he doesn't put salt on them at the end. Oh no no yeah okay. just in the water itself. Right. I've done brine. that before. That's cool. Yeah. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, with all those birds we got today. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to honey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. Really that was. I would say that was the rougher of the year I've had probably. Yeah. Today. Yeah, I mean, it happens, right? I mean, I feel like if we would have had some bangers every single time. No, that's not even how I it's mean, supposed to be. No, because it makes the good right. hunts amazing better. You appreciate it more. I guess sometimes we get. The only reason I get a little bummed is in a certain area where you come up. I have someone's from out of town that come with us. You just feel like the expectation. Yeah. There. Well, you just want it there. You want it to be good for that those right. reasons because we were trying to film you. It's nice. I'm getting a, a break. Yeah. <laughs> like you're doing it, and I'm like, feel like, what do I do? You know, like ready, super early. Yeah. But um, at the same time, I know it's hunting. I've been doing it for a long time, so it's like, right. It is what it is. So. Yeah, whatever. Next we got time. to hang out, dude. Oh hang, yeah, it was still a great trip. And, yeah, it's fun. But if the season's not over, I think we're gonna get you on some other stuff we've talked about. But yep. uh, other than that, I don't know. There wasn't much more to cover about the hunt. I think we did pretty good on that hunt back uh, a month or two ago, whenever that was. Today, like, just so everybody knows, we uh, we had uh, yesterday. We killed a couple um, ring necks. Ring necks. That was kind of cool. Those came in close, mm-hmm. and you guys made a good shot. I don't know if that was you were telling, but but the anyways, the footage that you got yesterday, and you guys, if you want, you could watch episode seventeen or eighteen. It was a shorter clip; it's only like eight minutes long, but that's the kind of quality stuff that Caleb can do, and it's new for you. So, like you said, it's the environment. Oh yeah, but I, I mean, man, you feel like you're just getting those right shots, though. Like I haven't even sat down with you and showed you those pictures, dude. Which ones? I was coming in there to show you last night. It was like eight o'clock, and you. <laughs> Snoring with your know. hands in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> he had him tucked in the top of his gradient pants. I'm like, he just basically took his jacket off and went to bed. He <laughs> yeah, I 
I told him today, I go, man, I feel good today. It's probably like the most sleep I've had in a long time. My wife's kind of opposite of me. I'm more of a, I'm typically more of a morning person and I go to bed somewhat early, but she's kind of the opposite, late riser and a late, you know, night owl. So she, a lot of times she keeps me up. Yeah, you know? I know well, that so feeling. Two hours past <laughs> Two hours normal. past, well, two hours past of what I normally, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. So I was like, I had actually intentions. That's like, what it is. I always think you're just the sleep, Mr. Sleepyhead. Uh, and the truth is, you're just trying to catch up for Darian, keeping you up for all these years. Yep. Exactly. No, I know I she'll never listen to legitimately, this. Legitimately, so I felt great today, but Good. unfortunately, tell Darian when it's two days before hunt, let her catch up so you can. Yeah, I, I'd be so. Exhausted. I'm sure she'd be more than willing. <laughs> hey, you know what though? Yeah, you, you got it good in that area. Your wife goes to bed super well, early, I do, but that didn't used to be that way, dude. Yeah, she used to stay up to one o'clock cleaning. Cleaning? She, Who yes. does that? Okay, listen to this. When I was framing, when I was framing houses, the like to me one of the most laborious, not not the most, but there's a lot of jobs out there that would be worse than I would say, but it's pretty taxing, like especially working with a crew that is hardcore, like binging them are like, you don't, you dude, pedal to the metal until the day is over. And uh, she, I'd be, nothing wakes me up probably, but speaking of wake, not waking up, she said, she'd be like, yeah, I cleaned the whole fan last night, lights, bulbs, <laughs> top of the fan. With the lights on, one yeah. in the morning, cleaning yeah. the house. Are you serious? Straddling me while I'm sleeping in bed. Never wake up. I yeah. never need. I thought she was lying to me, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you were asleep. No, That's I, how she used to be. She would stay up all night, and then you start having kids and right, right. school. You're homeschooling, like all stuff she does. I mean, it's just so much stuff, and then you just totally. Yeah, you know, it's not the same anymore. That Wait, was when we were. Does she just like stuff really clean? She okay. That's the thing, and she won't care if she even heard us. So I'm not down her, but like. We can have a messy house, like thrashed, mm-hmm. but it's clean. Like you know, I know what, what I mean? mean. It's unorganized. Like the carpet's clean. The everything's clean, but you'll see toys laying all over the place, clothes. You know. Yeah. When it gets when it gets to the point where it just she gets behind or the kids, and it don't help the kids obviously. Yeah. But now the more we're making them work, the better it's getting because now they're doing dishes. There. <laughs> <laughs> These are part man. That's good. Too much for one person. Instilling that value. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Okay. How do you manage the passion for hunting with the labor of creating the videos? Because I'll tell you this, guys. You should ask Thomas that question. Well Thomas can see the ugly side. I I I was gonna tell everybody like I know what goes into an edit Mm -hmm. and I see like, you know, you have your podcast, you have the videos and your hunt, you're trying to hunt and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't know if anyone realizes how hard you're working. Like they just enjoy the, the finished product, mm. which is cool. Um, but I'm looking at it like, that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then the hunt is a lot of work and you're doing both. Mm. So I'm like, and then throw in days like today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm impressed. <laughs> The work ethic is amazing. <laughs> yeah. So how do you stay passionate about hunting? I go through my days, dude. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't one, have, a, I don't have an issue staying can. passionate about duck hunting. Right. Yeah. That's never going to leave. That's exactly what I was going to say. The only, the only thing that keeps it is he had the passion for waterfowl in the first place. Right. Not trying to, like you said earlier, get subscribers. Right. Yeah, that's that's awesome. If that wasn't the case, we would have never met. You sure. know, relationships would never yeah. been made. But 
to the core, it was he loved duck hunting. Yeah, if YouTube existed or not, he would be doing exactly, exactly what he's doing. Exactly, right and that's how that's how the channel started in the first place. It's so cool. Is you know, he's the one that's always been more with videoing and stuff like that. He's he's awesome with that. But we were hunting, and he's like, "Man, we need to actually video our stuff so we remember." Yep. It started out with being us being able to go back and watch our hunts, and then it kind of morphed into this. That's exactly like how I started with mm-hmm. filming. Mm-hmm. It's all about that. And experience. I've had a camera dude in my hand ask him, but he's younger brother. You can ask my sister or my parents. I've had a camera, a video camera in my hand since like nine, That's like so specifically sweet. video. Pictures are cool, and I like I love them more than I used to. Like pictures, like I want to get good at that. Yeah, I love your photography, dude. But I was always doing stupid, dude. Videoing me dunking it, like stupid stuff. Hey, hey like a seven foot rim or something. Just, like a short rim. You still have the. Footage? He used to video us. Yeah, all kinds of stupid stuff, dude. Yeah. Actually, like, he would video everyone. Not we'd make movies us, but, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> not what do they what do they call those soap operas? Yeah. Dude, oh no did, way. Oh, we just no, just anything I could think of the video, we do it. That's so funny. We do Jerry Springer show. No. <laughs> just you know Throwing what I'm saying. Stuff. Like we just yeah. always been stupid stuff. Yeah. But so I've always been infatuated with videoing. Yeah. So, so do I do like, like videoing, dude. I I did it because I want to remember hunts, but I like videoing. I like getting the B roll shots. Right. But like you said, doing those both together, it's overwhelming a lot of time. And a matter of fact, honestly, I was plugging everything right now. I was like, I'm getting burnt right now. Like it's towards the oh, end of the yeah. season. Like I'm starting to like get tired of plugging the cords in and setting the deal. And <laughs> but I still oh, I like guess it. That helps that you're like it's seasonal. Yes. So you know you're in a sprint. Yeah. And you know I purposely come into it mentally line. preparing like okay, we'll talk about it. Like this just dude, if I start I've told Travis that a lot of times. If you see me starting to like Fade I ain't out. taking the cameras, I ain't doing this. This right. time I'm going to enjoy this, which there's nothing wrong with that and he knows we need that I every think, once in a while. Yeah, that's good. But like sometimes I just don't take nothing out there and it's a nice little I feel like I've paced myself good this year. Thomas even said that I he feels like I've not got <sighs> irritable mad just hard to enjoy and right. be around you know because yeah. i go through those phases where i just i'm i know i ain't fun to be around right because i'm i'm worried about number one i'm an old old the, the firstborn right and me and another friend of mine that's a firstborn feel like we take responsibility for other people and what they do okay. and we don't need to it's yeah. not our yeah it doesn't matter what thomas packs and loads but i'll think about like did you I'm thinking about what he needs to get. Right. I don't need to. Yeah. So you start worrying about other people. Then you're worrying about your camera stuff. Then you're worrying about your dog, which was a whole other factor a couple, three years ago. Introducing which, the Which dog. was hard on us because he wants to have good duck hunting. He was fair, he's fairly newer. It wasn't, he wasn't brand new, but you know, he's getting into the, he's getting more and more passionate about it every second, every birdie shoots. Right. So it was just like tough trying to train a new dog. That was the hardest year of all. <laughs> Trying to train a 17? new dog. That year, filming. That year. It was rough. <laughs> and put a bad duck season into it. It was a horrible. That was season. a terrible duck season. Oh. We still got some good for videos. For a lot of reasons, hunts, though. For a lot of reasons. It's not that we really travel a lot for that season no. either. So I guess we can't really complain. I mean, looking back completely. now, I was like, I'm thankful for that season. Like, I learned a lot. Um, I learned a lot with the dog. People became close. It was... 
the journey we talk about all the time it, that whole journey makes us now what we are right now and what it will be in five years right we need all this stuff yeah. it just makes you a better person and it really creates the memory because yeah. that's the season we're probably going to talk about this more this is Rocky's third season right mm. so I would say last year was like extremely enjoyable we had a good duck season Rocky was trained up and we changed some things with like videoing and stuff like that. Not really last year. Well, I just mean maybe I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it changed. Some things changed. Maybe Well, I think we get better every year, but I think this year to me has been the most enjoyable mm-hmm. filming. I have not really felt stressed out about filming at all. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just maybe it was just the season in Rocky, maybe it was a big factor. But the year before that with a brand new dog and I thought we started actually videoing that year. Mm-mm. The year before? Well, we didn't I didn't ever have Rocky everywhere. Well, you need a dog. You well, need a dog. What I mean is we were the year before we did a couple at the very end. Last the Rocky's first year was the first year we did full the full season, right? I believe. We videoed like maybe a month or so the previous year. But then Rocky's first year was the first year's like, oh, we're going to video everything and all that. So it was kind of like oh. a everything dropped. You know what I mean? And then we had a bad season. It was just kind of, it was a yeah, recipe so. for disaster in a way. Well, it's a learning. We don't know. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess a recipe for uh, frustration. New, you new- must have been frustrated more. I mean, I got frustrated a lot, but you were probably frustrated with me or something. And, You've said things about Rocky, a new dog. I didn't even know you felt that way. You were telling someone a while back about Rocky and like, oh, and I was like, oh, I didn't know you were that like mad about it. But what are you what are you talking about? You were like super frustrated <laughs> about how inconvenient it was to like have a dog learning out there. I just think you were pretty like adamant about it. I was like, oh. But you do you feel like that season? I don't. Uh, do you think <laughs> that? I don't ever know what you're saying, thinking if you don't ever say it. I'm probably a lot know. like you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm probably a lot like you. Like what? You're just thinking about everything, and then uh, you're observing, and you have your thoughts, but you think what, He didn't say nothing that. horrible, if that's what you're taking. No, I didn't. I'm not saying that. You were just like, oh, it was horrible. It was, horrible. It was, it was bad. Oh, maybe, I, was like, I, oh maybe I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I thought we were both I'm about to go to Dr. Phil and get this figured out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude, you have to do a lot of Dr. Phil yeah. if you hang around me and Thomas for very long. <laughs> people, but here's the thing. That's how we are. About us oh, lot. yeah. We yeah. make people uncomfortable. Don't. I'm just going to worry. No, I it. think it's cool. I actually, <laughs> I think brothers should be able to talk like that oh, and work sure, through dude. that stuff. Yeah. I think that's probably the only reason we're close. Because if we couldn't talk like this, we, uh, I probably wouldn't hang around them. Right. <laughs> that's cool. That's how you probably grow and get, you know, become closer. I don't know if to take that as a compliment. I, or not. Well, no, no, it's good, dude. That's no, I'm saying he wouldn't hang oh. around me if we weren't brothers, basically. Oh. No, I'm saying if we couldn't talk openly, yeah. like there's people that I can't talk openly with, and I couldn't spend a lot of time around them because if I said what I really felt, they'd just go off. Yeah. You know what I, do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know how when you have a... You know that's the difference between a friend and your best friend? For sure. Where you're like, dude, I... Like you're straight with them, like yeah, you know what I mean. And they don't go running. Away. And even if you both are mad at each other, like two seconds later, you're fine. Right. Like that's cool. you know, you know what I mean. Well, yeah, me and Toss can be literally fighting, like mad at each other. 
not fighting, but you know, mad. Yeah. Like legitimately mad at each other. And then the next five minutes later, we can shoot two Drake Pintels and hugging each other and rolling around in the marsh. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we have done that many times. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't documented. Yeah. <laughs> but, you do you, I was going to say, do you feel like that hardship season where Rocky's getting trained up, you guys are kind of striking out? And then do you think it's coincidental that the season after that was your favorite season? It's almost like it sounds like you went through some learning and even Rocky. But I think about it like if you didn't have that tough season with Rocky, that next season where Rocky was fully trained up probably wouldn't. Well, I think it was uh, I think it was a combination of a lot of things. First of all, we had a harder for us, maybe in certain areas it was better or whatever. For us, it was harder duck season meaning we weren't getting on as many birds. Gotcha. I think Rocky had what just over a hundred retrieves his first year. Mm-hmm. What did he have his second year? Like two sixty seven. So over, uh, well over double the bird amount that we're obviously getting on, and that's just with him. You know, Rocky's with him all the time, not including if I'm hunting a different place or whatever. Just overall, everybody had a better season. Gotcha. So that's number one that we're duck hunting, right? That's yeah. number one. Number two, Rocky's brand new. Mm-hmm. Titus never trained a dog before, which have, obviously he did a great job, right? Yeah. So you have a brand new dog and a hard year. So you can, after a while, if you go like three or four hunts with no success, it starts to get a little bit frustrating, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not the only one like that. <laughs> no, no one said you let's, were. Let's say, let's put today with another four hunts like today it starts to get a little frustrating right yeah so um and then if you have if you have you know a a dog you know what i mean it it just goes downhill from there so if you put new thing with videoing and a new thing with training a dog it just makes it high stress honestly did you feel like if those things weren't there you'd be having better hunts probably not honestly probably i'm saying in the moment like where the, no. when you were looking at those, you're like, oh, if only the camera. Would it made the out. bad? No. Would it made the bad better? No, no, no. If they weren't there. Yeah, the, du- exactly. the duck season was not because Rocky. Really? Gotcha. And, well, and, and, that's, no, no. and, and that's exactly and, what you just nailed it right there by how you said that. It had, it had nothing to do with filming. It had nothing to do with Rocky. Yeah, it was that the season was bad, so those things get blamed. It's yeah, what the, I, it's I what see happens. What you're saying. Yeah. Right. They well, become like, added. I, I could I could get more mad at Rocky. A little extra if he's doing something wrong when it's already bad hunting, mm-hmm. then I normally would. Well, right. you kind of take things like out. Kids. And the thing mm-hmm. is, and the thing is, because those things are more work. He's got to yeah. work to take extra gear out for Rocky. Then Rocky isn't doing what he's supposed to. That's irritating and frustrating. He's spending time out of the pond training him. And now he's spending money on gear and extra stuff to bring out in video. And not only does does that take more time and energy? Now he's sacrificing shooting more birds to do that. Right. And maybe even me. Maybe it affects me because we're hunting together. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I, I mean? think what affects you the biggest, and I, you know, I hate that, but the truth is my attitude is making it way worse for you. Right. That's so, really so that was at, the biggest factor is because I'm irritated at, and I shouldn't say like, oh, it was irritated I'm all season long. It wasn't even like that. But if if there's no birds, Rocky does something maybe he's not supposed to. And even if he don't even do nothing wrong, it just, I don't want to set the dumb dog stand up. <laughs> or, <laughs> you know? or carry it two miles out to where we're going to yeah, hunt. Yeah, just little things. They all start Two miles? Up. Oh, easy, what? dude. All the time. Oh, dude. We still do that. We do it all the time. But 
I'm sick that they, day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, well, you have to get a little went, bit addicted before you start doing that kind of it'll stuff. It'll come in because if you you already like you are, dude, you're gonna you're gonna be bad. You guys had that nice wagon, and I was holding that camera and my Pelican case the first time, and each of those weigh forty, so I had eighty, and you told me that. The parking lot was like right here and just walk down this gravel oh. road. Bro, that was way farther than I thought. <laughs> my shoulders, dude. dude 80 I thought, pounds. About, I, thought I had traps for my uh, earlobes when I got back to the car. Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was so close. We were so close. No. Traps to his oh earlobes. Oh my goodness, dude. If you think that was far, you, okay. you have a lot. We crossed state lines, dude. That was... <laughs> Dude, the truck was no farther than 250 yards. <laughs> That's, That's hilarious. So funny. Today, you must have loved today, That's besides so the funny. ice. That was, what, 60 yards? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, we're about... I mean, the podcast will still go, but we're about to run out on the, the camera. So, I don't know, in there. That's funny. Yeah, whenever. I don't care. All right. I'm good to go. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this one. It's a lot of different uh, varieties and flavors in this one, but it was actually enjoyable. And so, me and Thomas love Rocky. We love each other. We love God. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, you guys, <laughs> none of your business. <laughs> and let us fight. Don't get stressed ah, people out. People don't care anyway. Dude, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I can't believe how some people, it just bothers them. Like, they'll get d- deep too. Like, you should love them and you should, and like, dude, this is, if I can't talk like him to that, like that, right. I don't want him. Sounds like, sounds <laughs> Wait a like, minute. Me or Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> you. Like, dude, you know what I mean? Like, oh, if yeah. you can't do that. That's what brothers do. That's exactly what they do. And if you don't, you're a pansy, so yeah. that's what that I have is. to say about that. <laughs> do you have any siblings? Yeah, he's all, I yeah, don't know. two. Well? Not the same scenario. <laughs> oh, no? No. I wish. That's why I, that's why I, I kind of so, want to tell your guys a story. Remember how I said we, we should interview both of you guys? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. I, I think he should, I think it, I think, and you can cut this out or whatever, but I think we should have next year, like, I want to like camp out on footage, like build it up through the year. And then at the end, your season cap is a film called Brothers. We'll, we'll definitely be able to do that scenario next year. Easily. But no, I think, I'm, I well, see I mean, it, we could do it this year, but I mean. I see it as like, cool. I see, I have some footage of him like at work flying. And then I ha- I have stuff of you like I don't I probably couldn't follow you at work but I could like at least have you like going out the door and like just the two differences like highlight all the differences mm. and how like unique you guys are and then how you bond over duck hunting I think that'd be that'd sweet. be cool. that would actually be really that'd cool. be really cool let's do it wheels are turning all right man because dude you got so much your good mind stuff. is great with dude, video oh my dude. goodness actually like the things His he thinks like stuff like, wow. Like I feel like I can get some ideas and videos and like come, up, but your like storylines are well, great. and that that's what's nice with that with different peoples because people yep. think differently and and Triggers. you bring something that's mm-hmm. like wow, like why didn't yeah. why didn't we think of that? I would say like the one thing because you're always like I don't really care. I'm not building anything right now, but the passion to film hunting specifically is because my my grandpa he basically last last year they've hunted deer every year my uncle and my grandpa and then last year i was like asking my uncle at thanksgiving like hey how did it go or um did you guys get deer and he goes 
uh, he wasn't able to walk out like on the steep hillsides. Mm-hmm. Like he's too old. And I was like, oh man, that's so sad. And then I thought about it and I was like, I've never seen like one photo that's better than an iPhone picture. But every year I see the mounts. I see them adding to the mounts. Mm. And my uncle sucks at telling stories. Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know what happens out yeah. there. Nobody right. knows what happens out oh, there. Right. I'm like, it's lost. It's lost right. because if you're not a good storyteller, then how do you pass that down to the next generation? Mm-hmm. Right. Not just how to do it, but good storytellers are few and far between. Too. For really? sure. Yeah. Really. And so when you have, I mean, and you know, it's hard to do even with video. Like you can capture something. Oh, but there's a lot left. But out. it it doesn't show the temperature. <laughs> it doesn't show, you know, a lot of stuff. And so I think, you know, my personal 10-year plan is to basically be able to tell stories so well that you feel like you're there and like these big hunts and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's what gets me excited because it's beyond the hunt. It's beyond the video. It's almost like at my house when I'm older, I want it to be like a mount and then there's a video file that's associated with it. And that's my cool. kids can be like, hey, let's watch that one. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's kind what, of what we that's got. What's that's cool. what you guys have. In my room, there's yeah. uh, almost there's a video for all a lot of most of that stuff. That's so yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what's cool about this kind of more day and age. It's our equipment, his your guys' equipment is getting so much better. Right. That it's like you said, it's lost. Like I we both have terrible memories. Like ask anybody. <laughs> like it's pretty bad. And ten years from now, right. You know, how well are we gonna remember, oh, this trip, that trip, whatever. You might still no have way. a mount. You but you can't your mind can't vividly picture what it was like like right. footage can for sure you know what i mean and you'll always have that so i i really do appreciate that side of it you know mm-hmm. yeah and there's that whole element of like looking at where you were at and now where you are and like man i can't believe you know the changes that take changes place, yeah it's crazy that's so cool yeah so well all right guys uh thanks for coming up here again caleb and getting some amazing shots and stuff so thanks we for really appreciate me. it yeah so we'll be hooking up again guys thanks for listening i appreciate you guys and all your support and uh, we'll see you on the next one <laughs> <laughs>